Welcome to episode 38 of the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we're bringing sports back to life with a unique perspective on the game from abstract yet popular angles. We're coming at you live on Facebook. Please share this broadcast with your friends and family and your pets and your animals and your neighbors, whoever likes to talk about sports or really just life in general. I mean, I do get a little bit sidetracked, I'm not going to lie. Make sure you spam those Facebook emojis, hit that like button, smash that like button, share it wherever you are. I don't even care. If you're on SoundCloud, drop a comment. Let me know what you think. I'm always open to feedback, good and bad. It always makes us better. But let's get this party started. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to the Abstract Sports Podcast. I've been absent for the last couple of weeks. I came down with that influenza that's been going around. Uh, thanks, everybody in the world who gave that to me. It really sucked. Um, but uh, I will say that Micah is taking a hiatus. He's a he's a big football guy, and so when football season is in, is in session, he loves to have his words be out there on the airwaves about it. Uh, when it's not football season, I mean, when, when football season is over, it turns into basketball season, and that's not just not his his forte. And uh, hockey is something that I'm a little bit – I mean, I I don't hate on hockey. I, I enjoy watching games and stuff. It's just I dedicate all my time to basketball mostly, so it's hard for me to fill a podcast with hockey unless I was more involved in that sport. Um, but who knows, Micah might come back sometime in the near future, talk about some hockey – um, of course, he's always welcome. So, Micah, if you're out there, I love you, man, and I'll, I'll see you soon, very soon. Uh, actually, uh, before we get going into, like, the thick of the sports stuff and everything, I kind of want to just give a a general update on the state of things because I think after having been gone for a couple weeks, pro- people probably are thinking that this abstract sports thing has crumbled and folded and collapsed. Well, you're very wrong. It's still going. I just came down with the flu. Um, so let's recap the last couple weeks here. So Micah and I did the pre Super Bowl episode on the 31st of January. So that was, holy crap. That was 22 days ago. That blows my mind. This year is already flying by. We're already two twelfths of the way through it almost. Plus it's a short month. I mean, one more week of February left. That's insane to me. Um, I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is already starting to go. So when people start showing up and the conversation start, my voice is going to be gone tomorrow, but that's totally fine. Um, but we did the pre-Super Bowl episode. Micah took the um, Philadelphia Eagles to win by three, and I took the Patriots to win by three, so really it was like a pick em. Whoever won the game was going to win the bet. And as we all know, the the Philadelphia Eagles overcame the dynasty that is the the, the New England Patriots, beat them 41-33, to so congratulations to the city of brotherly love on the new and the only <laughs> to your first championship um, for the NFL. Uh, man, that city got rowdy. P- places burning to the ground. <laughs> wow. Could only imagine what it would be like to be there at, in that celebration. But congrats to the Philadelphia Eagles. It's been a great se- it was a great season for them, obviously, and they have a lot to look forward to on um, whether they, you know, sign Nick Foles or they get rid of him for some uh, some other high-value players while they still have Carson Wentz, the guy who uh, should have got the MVP, um, who actually did get the MVP. I don't even know. Let me go look this up. 
MVP 2017, I guess, is the year for that. Tom Brady got the MVP, didn't he? Yeah, he did. That's right. Todd Gurley was right there. I think Todd Gurley should have had it, but anyways, <laughs> that's another discussion, I guess. Um, I mean, did you guys see there, there was that post that came out where this guy was walking around with a piece of paper text facing out that said that it was like Tom Brady's acceptance speech for the, for the MVP award. It went viral and then he, you know, he did get the MVP. So it's like, huh? Wow. That that's interesting. <laughs> that guy probably got fired. <laughs> kind of curious if he did or not. But uh, after pretty much after that episode, I, we, me and my wife and my my father in law, my mother in law, we all went to Boise for to to watch a dance show. Uh, one of my wife's cousins is in a big is in a, a part of a dance company in Boise, Idaho, and so we went down there up there to. Uh, enjoy that. And it was a lot of fun. I I've got to say, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty, uh, philosophical, like, you know, big thinker kind of person where I'm always thinking of new ideas and trying to innovate in my field and wherever I can and try to do the best for myself. Um, and I have to say, I've been to a lot of dance shows and I've been to a lot of different like cultural events like that, like plays and, and sporting events and whatnot. But I've never been that inspired coming out of a dance show. Um, that was very new to me. There were a couple of numbers in there that really hit home for me. And, uh, this show was like a 10 year anniversary of the starting of this company. And so, uh, you know, a lot of it was like dances dedicated to their 10 years. So, uh, remakes of their previous numbers, bringing in people who were there from the first year. So 10 years ago, uh, you know, people who, probably haven't been dancing for the last 10 years. They brought him back for this uh, 10 year anniversary show. And there were some really heavy hitting numbers in there. One that was like uh, kind of discussing the, the dilemma that it is to have to give up your, the thing that you love to do because of just age and, uh, and inability to perform. Uh, so it was like about dancers who they get older and they, you know, they, maybe they have kids and so it takes them away from dance and doing the things they love. And obviously they probably love their kids. They love their family and all that. But there's a certain sense of euphoria that you get when you are um, in your element and doing the things that make you happy. Um, and so there was a couple of those in there that really hit home because I'm very passionate about what I do and I, I take it to heart. And so I it kind of put me in their shoes a little bit and made me kind of think, what if I had my creative ability taken away or what if I had my voice taken away? And honestly, this sickness has done a lot of that to me. Um, I mean, not only did that dance show put things in perspective a little more, um, when I came down with the flu that week soon after, um, I was pretty much debilitated. I was in bed for like three days straight. I missed a day of work and that sucks for me because I, I love just being active and always thinking of, new things and sketching in my sketchbook. But when I have the flu, I'm kind of like my brain is shut off. I don't, I don't have the ability to think outside the box. I'm just thinking about sleeping and trying to fall asleep. And so having those things taken away for that short period of time, um, as petty as that sounds, it kind of gave me this newfound motivation to want to crush it. You know, when I, when I got healthier and, uh, when, as soon as I got to like 75% health, I was like, I'm going to kill this thing and I'm going to, I'm going to conquer shit. 
and be happy, you know? So really interesting, you know, the, the dance show inspiring me and, uh, it gave, it gave me this idea to want to reach out. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Long time. No see. Um, but I, I had this idea after the dance performance of like, you know, how Kobe Bryant's been doing a lot of, uh, you know, producing of animated shorts and like little stories that to help educate the youth and, you know, animated things about sports to help educate family, family groups. Well, I thought it'd be really cool if like, if I could somehow find a way to partner up with him and like, like do some, do like a set number. I wouldn't do the dancing. Obviously we would like hire a dance company to, uh, carry out this message of like the, the human, the human characteristics in sports. Um, like, you know, the intangibles, the things that are the foundation of abstract sports, talking about leadership and teamwork and sportsmanship, all these things that are very human qualities that we possess at our day-to-day jobs and, and every day in life. Uh, it'd be really cool to choreograph some, some dances around those concepts because I feel like all of that speaks to sports and just like human activity and movement. Um, and from a creative point of view, it, when I came up with this idea, I was like, I cannot believe that I, I went, I thought of an idea out way outside my realm in dance. Uh, my wife is a dancer. She dances, uh, um, on the weekends. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, she actually has a dance show this Friday that I'll be attending, which I'm really excited about. Um, but where she's involved with dance, it, it kind of gave me this like weird, this weird feeling of like me stepping out into the unknown, trying to think of ideas for dance, something that I've never thought of before, but it's a totally viable medium for getting a message across, uh, as, as I found out for the first time, really, I mean, like firsthand by getting hit in the face with some inspiration after that dance show. So, uh, Hey Trevor, welcome to the podcast, man. It's good to see your name there. Um, welcome to the, the American podcast that, that is abstract sports. Uh, I feel like every time you come in here, I have to make some kind of Canadian reference. I just do. (laughs) Oh man. I I was actually talking about poutine to my boss today, uh, and how I want to try some someday. Still haven't. I don't know. Just never made it up that far North. You know what I mean? Um, so anyways, we went to Boise and we watched this dance performance and I was just blown away and inspired. And, uh, while I was there, I got to hang out with my boy Corbin, uh, and my, my boys, John and Andrew. And these guys, you know, John and Andrew, I haven't really seen for a long time. They're college buddies. Uh, but congratulations, congratulations to John. He's getting married this summer. Got that invite in the mail. I'm going to be sending it tomorrow. I'm RSVPing going to a, this this wedding this summer, first one of the season. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but I have to say it was really cool getting to spend some time with the guys. Uh, I mean, obviously my wife, Keltron, was out there with me. But um, one thing that really kind of caught me off guard was my friend Andrew. Like we, we, we haven't really kept in touch Um you know, but we, we kind of, we were in the same, uh, fantasy football league this summer, which I completely sucked at. Uh, or when I say summer, I mean like football season, but we haven't really like actually kept in touch, but we were out having some drinks. One of those nights in Boise and, and he was just giving me all this, all these positive words about, uh, the hustle with this abstract sports blog and podcast and saying that it's so cool that I'm, I'm, kind of sticking myself out there in an area that's not really my expertise, but I clearly have an opinion about things. 
and I'm making it known with a lot of confidence. And he just, he kept like gassing me up, man. And I was like, thanks, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to say. (laughs) And so it's really cool to hear from somebody who I haven't really seen in a while. Um, appreciate the, the hustle that I'm putting in, in my, in my free time and on my fun projects. So shout out to Andrew. Appreciate you, man. It was really great talking to you and visiting with you a couple weeks ago. Um, it's just crazy that it's two weeks ago because it felt like it was not that long ago. This, the flu really was a blur. Like the entire week of when I had the flu was just, I feel like it just got chopped out of my life and I, I jumped ahead. It's, it's so weird. So anyways, I come, I missed one day of work, which I'm thankful for use. I only lost eight hours of my PTO, which is awesome because <laughs> I'm saving that up for some summer vacation. Um, <clears throat> come back to work that week and like, well, I guess actually let me, let me step back a little bit. Came back from Boise, came back to work, uh, Tuesday. Cause I took that Monday off Tuesday, you know, feeling okay. Wednesday. I'm like, Hey guys, I'm just letting you know now my throat's starting to get a little sore. So let me, uh, just let you know that if, if I have to work from home tomorrow, that's why I'm like starting to come down with something. So Thursday I woke up and it was pretty bad. And I'm like, I don't want to get people sick at the office. So I worked from home that day and Friday. And then, <clears throat> and then Friday night, I seriously got home. I mean, I, I went, I did go bowling because I figured, you know, I'm just going to be throwing a ball. Not that big of a deal. Um, but while I was there, my throat like swelled up and it was really bad. I probably should not have done that, but I get home and I just like take NyQuil. I mean, before I got home from the bowling alley, I went to the grocery store, bought two bottles of NyQuil, two bottles of DayQuil, some Alka-Seltzer day and night, like just loading up with the stuff. And I go home and I take the NyQuil and I just pass out. And that was pretty much my entire weekend, like whole weekend gone. Bye-bye. Um, and it sucked. I mean, I came back to it on, you know, i skipped work on Monday. Like I was saying, used only eight hours of PTO Tuesday. I worked from home for the first half of the day or no, I, I took the first half of the day off. Second half of the day, I, uh, actually put in some work and made up the entire day, the whole, like almost eight hours, uh, which was nice. And then Wednesday I was feeling significantly better and I was able to come to work. And when I got here, I had like this new motivation because, I've been out of the game for what felt like about a week and I'm coming back into it with like, you know, being able to use my brain instead of just laying there like a vegetable, just focusing on taking my doses of medicine. Uh, Michael on Facebook says no vitamin C. I don't know. Like I've, I've managed to avoid getting super sick the last few years. I don't know what it was, but, um, maybe I, I have a feeling that like stress has something to do with when you get sick like when you overcome a certain hump, like for example, when, when school would get out for the summer, the first thing that would happen or like even like, you know, winter semester or the first, the fall semester is over. I go home for holiday break and I would come down with a cold because I'm just like, my body just caves in. Like it can't hold up anymore. Um, but this is just one of those, like, like, I mean, at work I've been really busy. Like my, my task list has just been growing. I feel like I can't get over it. Um, and now that I'm back and healthy, I finally see my task list going down instead of up and uh, we're staying on top of all that billable work. So it feels really good to be back. Um, <coughs> this is going to do a number on my voice. So I'm going to tell you 
like that. The Idaho Vandals logo, logo out, boom. Um, but uh, <clears throat> this week, after getting on top of my work tasks here at my office, um, I started working on my personal portfolio site. So we're not talking about abstract sports. Abstract sports is my side gig. That's my that's my baby. Abstract sports is my blog, my podcast, all the sports stuff. But as a graphic and web designer, I have to keep my portfolio up to date so that um, I just am showing that I'm being a productive human in society. That's my way of qualifying things these days. So I, over the last three days, I've been super motivated and I almost have the entire thing done. Um, Really excited about that. I'll probably show it to you guys when I have it done. So look forward to that. But enough with all this blah, blah, blah. Let's like actually get into talking about some sports. I just feel like I had to let you guys know what's been going on because I've been so absent. Like even the social media pages haven't been getting any love. So I'm here to tell you that I'm back and this thing is still around. So yeah, you have to deal with me sharing this on my Facebook page every week. So <laughs> uh, I know you guys love that. But let's talk about some basketball. There it is. I almost didn't get hit the button right. <laughs> I think that was the bas- yeah, that was the basketball one. Okay. So the basketball news is that it was All-Star Weekend, which is a weekend that I usually look forward to because I like to sit down and even like throw a little get together, cook dinner for my friends and and uh have a little All-Star party. But, you know, this year I was super sick and that wasn't going to be the case. Um actually the Saturday night, you know, all-star Saturday night where everything went down, like the main events and stuff. Um, I was feeling good enough to go hang out with people, but um, I wasn't able to host. I wasn't able to uh, be my normal self. So that kind of sucked. But this will be kind of a quick recap, but I just want to talk about the the winners and losers of the all-star events, the people who won and whatnot, and some of the things surrounding all-star weekend that I think are really cool. So, Let's see. Michael on Facebook says basketball. Donovan Mitchell. How about them Jazz jumping up to the number ten in power rankings? Dude, I I'm looking forward to the Jazz. I I actually am going to be talking about him in just a second. So I'll, I'll get to that one. Don't you worry. So first off, the the skills challenge is the first thing they really do on All Star Saturday night. Um, <clears throat> or wait, no, was that Saturday night? Yeah, I think it was. That's the main night. Because the All-Star game is on Sunday. <clears throat> That's right. So Spencer Dinwiddie of the Brooklyn Nets won the skills challenge. Um, don't know much about the guy. I just know he has a really cool name. So congrats to him. Devin Booker won the three-point shootout. And this is a guy that I am really looking forward to career-wise. Like I think this guy <clears throat> has some high offensive potential. He's only 21 years old. How old is Devin Booker? He is 21 years old. His birthday is on October 30th, 1996. Now, does that make you feel old or what? (laughs) He is born on the day of opening day in in the NBA. That's the day that the NBA starts every year, pretty much. Right around there. So, pretty awesome birthday. Birthday and basketball starts. Boom. But... Not sure if you're aware, but this guy last year put up 70 points. Unfortunately, he's on a team like the Phoenix Suns who can't 
do anything to save their lives. Um, he needs to have some veteran talent around him or uh, somebody to help get that team together. But, man, it is a stank fest over there. Uh, Michael on Facebook says, jealous it makes me. <laughs> yeah, Devin Booker being 21 years old, born in 96, makes him jealous. Well, hey, you were born that way, Michael. You can't do anything about it, so make the best of it. Make it work. Make it work, work, make it work like Fergie. Speaking of Fergie, how terrible was that national anthem this weekend? Holy crap. I mean, I appreciate, you know, creative risk-taking as an artist. That's something that I do all the time. But my goodness, she overdid the creative thinking on that one. So congrats to Devin Booker. Dude put up 70 points. He's young. He's got the right mindset. His voice is really is surprisingly deep. I, I encourage you to go find an interview with uh, Devin Booker, and you'll be surprised when he comes out talking like, yeah, I can't even go that low. My voice is broken. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> but then, as Michael was saying, Donovan Mitchell, this dude comes out. He's a rookie for the Utah Jazz. Kind of somebody that nobody was really thinking about coming into the this this season, but it's turning out that he's a strong candidate for the NBA Rookie of the Year. And I, I'm gonna have to go pull up the date, but I definitely called it that he's gonna be the Rookie of the Year several months ago. I called that with Russell Westbrook being the MVP last year. Last year, I predicted that Russell Westbrook was gonna be MVP on opening night. I watched that game with him. He was going ham. He was mad that KD had left, all that stuff. And he comes out and gets MVP. So congrats to him and congrats to Donovan Mitchell. This dude's going to get Rookie of the Year, hands down. He comes in, wins the slam dunk contest. Uh, he won it with a, an, a tribute to Vince Sanity with the pose. He did the, the reverse 360 windmill, which looks extremely easy when he does it. But if you ever try doing that on a Nerf hoop even, come on, man. You're going to break your ankles. It's hard. It's really hard. So Donovan Mitchell wins the slam dunk contest, and he's got a bright future ahead of him. Usually the Jazz are known as that team that will nurture a young player to being a strong all-star-like talent like Donovan Mitchell or Gordon Hayward. Um, Carl Malone even left the Jazz at one point. Um and, you know, once they get to be all-star, all-star caliber, there's a bigger price tag on their name and teams with money will come and get them because the Jazz see that as an opportunity to make their team better when really it's sitting right in front of them. Surround those players with some veteran some some veteran leaders, you know, who can show him the way in this league and turn Salt Lake City into a bigger market, man. Like, I can't believe how how weak Salt Lake City seems to be because that basketball team just like gives up their all-star talent and doesn't let their fans have anything to cheer for. It's it kind of sucks, but I like the jazz. They're close enough to me that I can go watch games there. Uh, I'm not a fan of them, but I will wear their shirts around because they give me that, um, that outlet of being able to go to games and watch my Lakers play and, and other great teams like the Warriors and Thunder and whatnot. So anyways, congrats to Donovan Mitchell Speaking of that guy, um, one of my high school classmates, 
he works in like the like film and advertising field where uh, he he goes and shoots ads for different agencies and stuff. I'm not sure what company he works for, but um, he ought to do a he got to shoot a commercial with Donovan Mitchell. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like he's in the commercial with him. I'm saying he's got a camera on him and Donovan Mitchell is on the set with him. <coughs> he put up a picture a couple nights ago. It was literally like uh, like Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday or Monday. So it was like right after All-Star Weekend. Like Donovan Mitchell seriously must have just booked it back to Salt Lake or something. But um, he did a spot with Donovan Mitchell. And he has a picture of him like like out on in the set with the lights on him and stuff. And and my my buddy from high school, I, when I say buddy, I mean like my classmate, somebody who I'm associated with somehow. Um, he uh, took a picture of Donovan Mitchell and he's like, Donovan Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen, on set to shoot a cool spot for so-and-so. And I was just like, man, that's a pretty cool gig. Um, but I was just like, that's rookie of the year right there, in my opinion. So uh, pretty cool, kind of a small world, you know. Um, but then to wrap up All-Star Weekend, obviously you have the All-Star Game on Sunday. And this is a game that's been beat up with you know, people – saying that it's not a, not a fun event to watch because there's no defense, it's not a competition, it's just a show-off game, alley-oops and stuff back and forth. And it, Honestly, those kind of games can be very dull. But this one was a little bit different. I I found it to be a little bit dull in, at first because I wasn't used to seeing defense in the All-Star game. But like in the first quarter, LeBron's team was like playing some defense, getting blocks and steals and and all kinds of stuff like that. And <clears throat> and then like in the second quarter it kind of died out. There's just a lot of offense and crazy crazy assists and dunks and whatnot. Um but nothing beyond what we've seen before. It was just kind of tame. And then third quarter was still a little bit lackadaisical, but then the game was really close. Um so like literally like almost the entire fourth quarter the game the teams were actually trying to beat each other because the winning team was going to earn 350 well $350,000 towards the team captain's choice of charity, which would be LeBron or Steph Curry. Um, and, uh, you know, Steph's team was was pulling away in the fourth quarter. Then about halfway through, Team LeBron started getting some stops and turning that into, into offense. And they actually came back and won the game off of a defensive play. Um there's three different times down the stretch where DeMar DeRozan really blew it. Like DeMar DeRozan goes to the line, they they fouled him and they were up by a few. So they they needed the foul shots to keep the lead. He made one and missed one. So it made it like a one possession game still. And then the next time down DeMar DeRozan like throws the ball out of bounds, totally misses his teammate with the pass. So turnover and then DeMar DeRozan ends up with the ball in his hands in the final seconds. Steph Curry just, like, hands it off to him in the corner. And there's, like, three defenders, like, surrounding him in the corner. And he can't. He doesn't even get a shot off. Doesn't get out of his hands. So Team LeBron wins. And they celebrated like it was a big deal. They're like, oh, my gosh. And people all around, like, media people were just kind of like, okay, whatever. This game doesn't matter. But, hey, 350000 to go towards your charity? That's a big deal. It's a lot of money. And that money is not even coming out of your pocket. It's coming out of the NBA's pocket. So, I mean, as far as I know, that's where it came from. 
So that was pretty cool. Um, it was a really fun uh, all-star game to watch. Uh, Team LeBron won by uh, 148 to 145. Um, and it, I have to say, though, there have been some games this year that were up in those numbers without overtime. There were some games this year in the 140s so far uh, without overtime. So a 148 to 145 game is pretty tame for an all-star game, if you ask me. But anyways, I enjoyed all-star weekend. I look forward to the season getting back up and going tomorrow night. Got a, a, a handful of games. Got about 16 or 20 teams playing. So, um, be sure to check that schedule and watch your teams play uh, coming up into the uh, playoff stretch, playoff run. Um, so let's move into some college basketball. You know what? I'm going to do this again. I just I love playing those things. They're fun to watch. Um, so college basketball, I've been watching a little some some Vandal games here and there, uh, just trying to keep up with my alma mater. But uh, let me tell you something. The Vandals, the Idaho Vandals, these guys right here on this mug are coming to Idaho State to take on the Bengals. And that's just a, a 45-minute drive from here. So if you're you know, not from the Idaho area or whatever, 45 minutes away I can go watch my Idaho Vandals play some basketball. So tomorrow game time tips off, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, uh, which is my time, 7 o'clock my time. So I'm going to be going with a group of Vandals uh, to go support the alma mater and watch some college basketball. Um, I believe Michael here is going to be coming with us from last that I heard. You'll have to, I'll have to check up with him. Um, but I'll be going with Micah. So you, you guys know Micah, obviously. Micah, Micah Row Wave, the seven-layer dip of this podcast. Um, he'll be there. Uh, his wife, my wife, will be in Pocatello for dance re- rehearsal. So... I've traveled to Pocatello more this year than I have in the last entirety of my life. <laughs> um, there's actually some events there that I want to go watch, so it makes sense. Um, but speaking of college basketball, I do want to let you guys know that I want to get a March Madness bracket going for abstract sports. I don't know what the reward's going to be, but I want to put together a March Madness challenge for just people that you know, it'll be an open group. I'll share it everywhere, and there's going to be like a reward online. Whoever gets the 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 best score at the end of the March Madness tournament will get a cool prize. Like I'm I'm talking like minimum fifty dollar Amazon gift card. You know, something like that. Maybe even a hundo. Maybe a hundy a hundy stick, a black chip. If I'm talking like poker, I mean I'm I want to go big on this because. If we can get a lot of people joining the Abstract Sports March Madness bracket, it gives us a way to get the word out there about us, um, all while uh, promoting a great thing, and that is college basketball. So look forward to that. I have to look into how the March Madness Challenge works, like how how you set up a bracket and share it with people, how many times they can submit and like come up with some rules for it. So I'll be consulting with my guys my buddies uh, see what they think. I know Clay, guy who always comments on YouTube, uh, he's always got some ideas, so I'll reach out to him and see what he thinks. Um, but yeah, look forward to a March Madness bracket for college football. Man, 
We are 42 minutes in. Honestly, more like 30 minutes because I, um, I had I sat here for 10. <laughs> but because of my voice and because I'm kind of sick, uh, that's really all that I've got for you guys today. I want to say thanks to Perry and Michael and Trevor for showing up for a little bit. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Um, I have to say the last few weeks have been really cool. You know, like after you know, besides getting the flu, that sucks. But coming out of the flu and realizing the love that people have for the Abstract Sports brand and and what what I've kind of built my um, by myself, um, it shows that a lot of hard work can pay off. And if you're doing something that you love doing, you can not go wrong if it fails because what you have right in front of you is just a way to make that thing better. So um, I really appreciate all the love and support that comes from SoundCloud, YouTube, all my friends and family that watch and support, um, as well as those friends who I haven't kept in touch with and apparently keep tabs on how we're doing. So thanks to everybody for all the support. And uh, if you want to get at us on any of our social medias, it's just if you look for Abstract Sports, you can find us on YouTube there, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We even have a Snapchat. I don't use it, though. It's just kind of inactive, but, you know, building into it. <laughs> um, so really any social media outlet you can think of, we're on it. Um, but be sure to hit that like button on Facebook. Follow so that you can uh, be notified when we go live next time. Be sure to tune into the show every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And last but not least, for all you sports-minded people out there, if you're looking to get involved with the with a blog that's you know laid back or even a podcast, let me know. Like If you have ever wanted to start your own podcast or you feel like you have valuable opinions in the sporting world, sports world, let me know. I can hook you up with your own show on under the Abstract Sports umbrella. Under our logo, you can have your own show name. I'll even design branding for your show. Like, I'm willing to go that length to give you something if you're going to enjoy doing it because you producing content is great for the Abstract Sports brand and it's helping you uh, pursue something that you enjoy. Um, So let me know if you're interested in starting your own podcast or even writing some articles for the blog. Um, I'd be happy to show you the ropes and... uh, get you involved with abstract sports. So with all that being said, I've got to say thank you one more time and I am out of here. I will see you guys next Wednesday. Um, Hope you have a good rest of your week. All right. Bye. Take care. Oh, also hashtag BSB2L. Use it. (laughs) All right. I'm out of here. Bye guys.